Okay, guys, and welcome to the transfer roundup and analysis episode. Um, that's summer 2021 by MySpace podcast. Yeah, okay, um, I'll just dive right into it. Um, <laughs> so this transfer window has to be the craziest transfer window there has ever been in the history of transfer windows, yeah, <laughs> because. It's like Messi moved to PSG, Ronaldo, who I didn't think was going to move. I actually recorded an episode on his future. I talked about stuff on his future in one of my episodes. And someone also told me that he did not see Ronaldo moving because of his wages. Yeah, but Ronaldo moved. (laughs) Yeah, crazy, yeah. Okay, Um, so... um, I promise to do this because um, people, what happens on deadline is that people usually stay awake and it's it's not necessary, it's unnecessary in my opinion. Um, for example, I knew that on your day we're not going to do any other deals um, after the Daniel James deal. I think that was about from 5pm so I don't have to bother about United because I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, so that kind of stuff. Um, I want to help you so that you don't have to stress yourself and stay awake. You don't have to feel all of the pressure. I mean, it's been a deadline day is very interesting. January, summer, whatever is always interesting. Yeah, if you want to, you can feel the pressure, but I don't think it's necessary. You can always come here and listen to me. I'm going to give you everything. Ah, I, I mean, I cannot possibly give you everything. But I'm going to give you what I can remember and stuff here. Okay, so um, uh, I talked about Messi. So let's start from PSG, shall we? <laughs> okay, um, so PSG got in uh, Leo Messi, obviously. Um, PSG got in. Come on. No, uh, no. No, no. Mendes. I think that's the name. Yeah, left back, really talented left back, by the way. I uh, I cannot seem to remember his club. Yeah, oh. Piaget got in Leo Messi. Piaget got in Nuno Mendes. Nuno Mendes is Brazilian, by the way. Um, who else did Piaget get in? Um, was that it? <laughs> yeah, Piaget had the craziest window <laughs> for me. I mean, Leo <laughs> Messi free. Sergio Ramos, free. Um, Gianluigi Donnarumma, free of charge. Um, Jorginho Wijnaldum, free of charge. <laughs> yeah, all of these signings would have cost about 200 million cumulatively, apart from Messi. I didn't even think Messi was going to leave Barca. And I'll talk about Barca next. Um, so, judging who we now do. Um, Ashraf Hakimi, yeah. The only transfer that cost PSG. I think it was about 60 million euros. Good stuff for Inter. Yeah, good stuff for Inter. And for outs, yeah. You know it's going to be Mbappe. <laughs> We're going to talk about Mbappe, yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I have a conversation with my friend. 
just a few hours ago about how I thought it was madness. And I also say this on here. That was financial stupidity. Let Mbappe live on the free. <laughs> and, okay, so my friend told me that PSG has the money. I mean, even if you have, it's. I do not think he was wise, to be honest. I mean, you literally have Messi, Neymar, and Icardi. So even if Mbappe leaves, you still have a balanced team. And it's 200 million euros, man. Come on, are you serious? That's 200 million. That money can get you Haaland next summer. That money can pay a lot of wages. I mean, that money can do a lot of stuff for you. I don't know why PSG did what he did, but it's what it is, I guess. Yeah. So, um, okay, the Nuno Mendes deal. Ah, God. I cannot remember, but I think it's an initial loan with an optional obligation to buy. I can't wrap my head around that. So, yeah, for Bassa, I think Bassa had. Okay, I think PSG had a 10 over 10 window from the football perspective. Yeah? But football is a business. I keep on saying this. So, from the business perspective, ah, not so much. I think losing 200 million is always going to hurt you business wise. I don't know what El Khalifi has planned. I mean, I cannot tell what happens behind the scenes, but it's what it is, and in the end, that's it. Okay, so for Barca, um, I'm, going, I'm just going to talk about Emerson. Uh, uh, what is his name? Yeah, Emerson Royale. <laughs> I think that was very smart. Okay, so Barca had problems with wages. So La Liga, by the way, has a salary cap. Yeah, so the salary you pay to your players cannot exceed 70% of the revenue generated as a club and that's why they could not register Messi that's why Messi taking a 50% because I think it was even more than 50% Messi was willing to take 2 years salary in 5 years yeah but then they could not register Messi because ah man Matthew Batumio ran back out to the ground <laughs> and I'm very grateful that what's his name Juan Laporta has come. It's like he's like a savior. He's done a lot of things, and I think what he did with Emerson Royal is really, really smart. Emerson Royal will play for Tottenham, by the way. Permanent deal, I think about 30 million euros, but then 5 million goes to Real Betis. Yeah, so that's about 25 million euros. That settles wages for Barca, that reduces their salary. Um, what's the word now that reduces the salary they have to pay to players and um, that's it's really really great deal, really good deal for Baka and that's an outgoing Barca also did some really smart business by the way um, Memphis Depay for free is had impacts for them even impactful to be honest <laughs> so that's Memphis Depay I think he's won four points for he has got two goals and his two goals, his two goals have won four points for Barca the first goal was in a draw against Athletic Bilbao or Athletic Club. And I think Athletic Club deserved to win that match. About that and that story. And the second goal was in the 2-1 win against... Oh, I cannot remember. Okay, so yeah, they got Memphis Depay um, for free, by the way. Yeah, they got um, Emerson Royale for 9 million. And then they sold him. For 30 million smart yeah in the same window um what was it they get 
um yeah they got to just i think about at 11 59 yeah Griezmann signed his contract with Atletico Madrid so if they were one minute late they would have missed out and moving Griezmann has also provided some sort of relief or ease on the salary structure yeah on on their wage bill yeah wage bill yeah that's the term so yeah so they were able to move Griezmann able to move Messi even though they did not want to obviously um, they were able to sign Emerson Royale, Memphis Depay, all of these great players for free and it's beautiful beautiful stuff for Barca. I think I'll raise Barca's transfer window and eight yeah because they got what they needed I mean oh yeah and by the way they also got Luke the Jung from Sevilla on a loan deal yeah Luke Jung is a striker 23 years old he's dutch so good stuff for us i don't want this to be overly long and the bulk of my content is the premier league it's already nine minutes so yeah um then for madrid <laughs> i don't know what Papa Perez will be feeling by now. <laughs> like he did everything for Mbappe, and, uh, and the idea was to show Mbappe that he was willing to dedicate that much money for someone with one year left on his contract. But PSG had something else to say. So I think Madrid really had a good window. I mean, cl- clubs in Spain are broke, and I didn't know they could come up with this. Yeah, I mean, Madrid is Madrid. Players go there for the badge, for the royalty, for the name i mean you're a madrid player it's a lot to be honest okay so um madrid got in eduardo camavinga and on camavinga um his agent jonathan barnett uh, his agent uh, <laughs> very much i like to be royal by the way i don't know why united wasted their energy because so oligona social wants the clan rice and that's majorly why he never even get a dm yeah, so Oligona Social wants Declan Rice, but then Declan Rice is obviously unavailable this summer because West Ham have decided that he's worth 100 million. I think that's because he's English, by the way. Yeah, I <laughs> I don't know if he was not English, we have what about 40 million because I mean, how much is did he worth? So, yeah, um, so we had United had three options for midfield. Eduardo Camavinga, 18 years old, can play as a DM, can play in the pivot, can play as a CM, can play as a lone DM, beautiful player. Um, Saul, niggas. And for some reason that I don't know why it did not work out. Uh, what's his name? Neves, Ruben Neves. But it's not work out. And that's it. I don't enjoy what Jonathan Burnett did to United. But it's football this stuff happens yeah this stuff happens so good move for Kamavinga to be honest I think Madrid was Madrid is a very good move for him um, I raise Kamavinga a lot by the way I think the only person that comes close to Kamavinga okay yeah I think it's Pedri Pedri Kamavinga Bellingham in that order yeah uh, for very young midfielders on that 20 midfielders that are doing really really great so um and madrid also 
released Rafael Varane to United. Yeah, they released Sergio Ramos to PSG. Madrid renewed contracts of Fede Vavalde. Um, Fede Vavalde, Luka Modric. I think Tony Cruz. Ah, no, no, not 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 Tony Cruz, not Tony Cruz. But yeah, Fede Vavalde. Luka Modric, Karim Benzema, yeah, Karim Benzema, and I don't want this to be overly long, so that's about it for Madrid. Uh, Bayern, <laughs> the bullies. Okay, so um, <laughs> there's this conversation online that <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, so RB Leipzig finished second in the league last season, and this does not happen in any other league, by the way. I mean, um, <laughs> they finished second, and Bayern goes ahead to get their coach. Bayern goes ahead to get Marcel Sabita from RB Leipzig. And it's just like, oh yeah, give me your guys. And the other teams are, oh yeah, yes, daddy, you can have them. That kind of stuff. And it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Bayern Munich strengthened their squad. Really, really good window for them. They got Marcel Sabita. I think that I, I cannot remember what Bayern got, but um, let's move on. Um, For Atletico. Yeah. Obviously, they got Griezmann back, which is good, <laughs> really, really good. I think um, Griezmann struggled in Barca because he's not fitting into their system. Griezmann is a really good player, by the way. Um, so, um, Didier Deschamps, the manager of France, the French national team, says that he used to say that um, if Griezmann struggles with Barca, it's because they don't know how to use him. Yeah, that's how good Griezmann is, by the way. I think he's a really, really good player. A world-class player, in my opinion. Yeah, but well, I'm happy he's gone back to Atleti. I mean, he still has a couple of years in him. Yeah, couple sounds too much. He has a few years left in him, and it's good. I think Atleti are high on confidence. Atleti were able to hold on to Trippier, who, I mean, I thought that was the transfer that was going to happen the most, even before Jadon. Yeah, I was to be honest, I was sure of Jadon Sanchez transfer, but yeah, Trippier did not happen. So yeah, I don't know all the details about Atleti to be honest, and um, uh, that's about it. Um, I, so the bulk of the content is in the Premier League, and let's dive into it, shall we? Okay, so we'll start from Man United, and I'm going to talk about Van de Beek's situation. I'm going to talk about Daniel James' sale, and Sergio Ramos, by the way, is a free agent. Yeah, I was shocked too. It happens. So out for United, Sergio Ramos is currently a free agent. He does not have a club, and free agents can sign for other clubs even when it's past deadline day. So good luck to him. Um, for Daniel James, I've <laughs> I've seen a couple of fans say some very ridiculous stuff <laughs> about Daniel James being better than Anthony Marshall. I mean, I don't know for United fans to be honest. It's just like they kept on complaining about James, and I think James. I don't know. Um, James is a passionate player. James is a hard-working player. But at some point in football, hard work is not enough. I don't know. I, I just felt... I don't want to sound too harsh, but I never thought James was United quality. Yeah. I don't know why Rangish recommended that signing. I don't know. I, I really, and I don't know why Ole made signing, to be honest. Um, good luck to James. I don't want to sound too harsh on him. But, um, okay, so, um, United sold James. I've heard people say, why is not alone? 
I think Ole does not have him in his plans to be honest. And okay, so Daniel James. Now um, let's 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 be logical here. And I sold James for about thirty million pounds. Oh yeah. Yeah, you, you heard that right, 30 million pounds leaves. Um, Biosa rates him a lot, by the way. <laughs> I don't know why. It's Biosa's thing. Okay, so anything solutions for 30 million pounds. They got him for, for 15 million pounds. That's a profit of 15 million. And not only that, now if he was alone, um, what you're probably going to get off your chest is salary. Yeah, his wages. Let's say one year, two years. But with the permanent sales, you get that much money. And just reasonable for it to be permanent here because, like I said, it's not only plans. There's Ronaldo, there's immense court depth in that department in United. There's Ronaldo, there's Jadon Sancho, there's Mason Greenwood. I talked about him in the last episode. Very special player. Ronaldo, Sancho, there's Mason Greenwood, there's Edenson Cavani, who, towards the end of the window, um, started talks with Barca. And there was rumors of a move, but yeah. He's staying, and I'm actually very grateful he's staying. Um, there is Marcos Rashford, who's currently injured, but could be available after the international break. Crazy, yeah. Um, there's, there's Anthony Marshall. There's Jesse Lingard. There's just a lot of players. There's Anthony Elenga, who only did not send on loan. And then there's Ahmad Diallo, um, whose loan fell through because he got injured. Ahmad has a muzzle injury. And the manager of Feyenoord does it twice to allow him to recover with United and their medical staff. And Feyenoord got, uh, come on, what's, what's, what's this? I'll remember before the end of the episode. Yeah, um, this Nelson guy from Arsenal, I think uh, it's some Aaron Nelson. I can't remember what the R stands for, but yeah, they got him alone instead. And um, Nelson renewed his contract with Arsenal before going out on loan to Feyenoord. So yeah, that's about it. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, for United, Sergio, Sergio Romero, Daniel James, Facundo Pelistri is on loan with Alaves. Also another really good player, Facundo Pelistri. Tahis Chong is in Birmingham on loan, and James Garner is in. Uh, no, I, I, I don't remember his team. But James also renewed for two years and went on loan. Andreas Pereira is in Flamengo on loan. So United got in Tom Heaton, senior signing. They got in Gidon Sancho, they got in Rafael Varane, they got in Cristiano Ronaldo. And lastly on United, we talk about the Van de Beek situation and the fact that United needed ADM but not sign ADM. I'm on ADM, I don't know, I'm tired. I'm tired of complaining and only does not have any excuses not to win the league. Maybe not the league, but something. He has to win something this season. Yeah, because with United, it's like it's just one sign away from being a complete team. Every transfer window, I don't know why they do it. I mean, now he's a midfielder. Next summer, I'm probably going to get a midfielder and I'm going to have a leak in defense and blah blah blah. Leave one space open, and it's always been like that with United. Always be like that, and for Donny Van de Beek, it's complicated. I his agent came out and said that he tried to push a move, but United blocks the move. I don't know, um, <laughs> it's not about Van de Beek, man. It's it's really, 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 really complicated to be honest. Um, Van de Beek is a really, really good player, but I, I, I thought he was going to fit more into Barca's system 
and United system, but for some reason it got to United. I don't want this to be like. In my opinion, United had an eight over ten transfer window simply because they were able to get EDM. And do you know when this thing will matter? <laughs> it's funny. So Chelsea Liverpool. I talked about this as well. In, in Chelsea's last match at Liverpool, their defense helped them a lot to gain a point. Yeah. And Georgian Ho was instrumental in that match. Georgian Ho was instrumental. Georgian Ho was instrumental. Um, I'm probably not going to know this now. I'm probably not going to see this now. I mean, there's excitement. Yeah, there's excitement. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, United have squad depth everywhere, but midfield. There's excitement. Everybody's excited. I mean, Ronaldo, Varane, Sancho. Good window, yeah. No DM. Till it comes down to games like Chelsea Liverpool. It comes down. It, uh, the it could be West Ham. It could be Aston Villa. It could be Wolves. Where that leak is going to show. And it's going to be embarrassing. But hope for the best. <laughs> and what's it? 99% fit, 1% chance. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. Okay. Chelsea had a really good win there, in my opinion. I mean, Chelsea got in so really really late it's just like this sneaks him in <laughs> i know really what's going to happen by the way and Chelsea got in Romelu lukaku uh, i talked about lukaku enough he's a really good striker to be honest i wish him the best with chelsea um on Callum hudson odoi and um um, um yajo skonde so <laughs> chelsea very funny club yeah so um Everybody knew Kunde had a release clause on his contract. He still does, by the way, of 70 million euros. I mean, Chelsea probably knew this. So, why waste your time? I mean, there's Paul Torres with a release clause of 45 million euros on his contract. Chelsea offering 50 million for Kunde. And that was, it was not enough. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't know what Marina feels like. <laughs> but when the player has a release clause, just activate his man. It's not that hard. I mean, so Chelsea got in Romelu Lukaku and Sol Niguez. Um, yeah, and Callum Hudson, although I mean, I wanted him to leave Chelsea. Callum Hudson, although is a really, really good player. I, I've said this, I'll keep on saying this. Hudson, although is very good. I just want him to go to the place where he plays regularly and people will see how good he is. So Chelsea um, released, I don't know, I mean, not released, they got out Batshuayi on loan. But before that, he renewed his contract with Chelsea. Um, Chelsea sold Timur Bakayoko to AC Milan. Chelsea loaned out Billy Gilmore to Norwich. Chelsea sold David Zabacosta. I cannot remember where to. Kennedy is on loan to um, what's the club? Flamengo. Olivier Giroud to AC Milan. Vicayo Tomori to AC Milan. Victor Moses. I don't remember the club, but Chelsea, you're free of Moses. So, um, I think you had a very good window, but Chelsea had a really, really good window. I don't know that they needed Kunde. I mean, I don't know that they, my, they wanted Kunde. I mean, this is why we need that one. Yeah, economics, yeah, that kind of stuff. So, um, I think Kunde was going to provide squad depth. Um, this means that he was going to come in and a player drops to the bench for squad depth 
I think Chelsea has very very good CVs in Christensen. Oh my goodness, Rudiger. Um, um, Thiago Silva. I still cannot figure out which Trevor Chalaba plays yet. <laughs> but I think Chelsea had a really good window, if I tell in my opinion. Or even on 8.5, they got what they needed. I think the only thing Chelsea needed was a striker. And they got that. That's about a 9, to be honest. Really, really good window, in my opinion. So yeah, for Man City, I you know I'm, <laughs> this is going to sound stupid. I mean, Man City are really good, but I'm missing a transfer into four over ten. I keep on saying this: Jack Grealish is a luxury signing for them. I talked about this here. Man City have a lot of players in their squad that are like Jack Grealish, and then they go ahead and buy Grealish for hundred million. Yeah been a sports kid and all to go ahead and buy Grealish for 100 million 100 million bro that money gets you a striker and since he needed a striker this window I mean Pep virtually played last season without one without a striker without a striker since he needed a striker um so Gabriel Jesus was going to leave City but then Pep said yo I need this guy on my team and Bernardo Silva, I don't know. I think he had to leave. I don't think he's in Pep's plans for this season. And it's just sad when this kind of stuff happens. And that brings me to Arsenal. Ainsley Miss Midland Niles. I don't know, man. What's happening, Arsenal, bro? <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? Um, so, Midland Niles really wanted to leave. He wanted to go to where he can play. And that just didn't work. Arsenal actually blocks his move to Everton. I, I don't know what's happening at I mean, um, there's a rumor of Ozil releasing a documentary about his behind the scenes at Arsenal in his departure hours. And I would like to watch that. I don't know what's happening at Arsenal. It's, it's crazy. So Arsenal sold out Hector Bellerin to Real Betis. Yeah. And then Arsenal got in. Arsenal spent the most in England, by the way. Arsenal got in Benjamin White. Arsenal got in Nuno Tavares. Arsenal got in Albert Sambi Lokanga. Arsenal got in Aaron Ramsdale, a goalkeeper. Arsenal got in uh, Tomiyasu. Takehiro Tomiyasu. Yeah. Weird, strange name. Yeah, it's not weird. It's strange because you've not heard it before. Yeah. Or probably you have. I don't know. He is. He plays as a centre back or as a right back, so that's great for Arsenal. Um, he's Japanese, yeah. I don't know how good he is. I've not watched him, so that's about Arsenal. I don't know what happened Arsenal. And for Liverpool, I don't know. Um, Liverpool got Konate, and that's about it. I talked to a Liverpool fan just yesterday, and he knew. I kept on saying, and he thought he thought it was a joke. Kept on saying it, and he knew that for the match against Chelsea, I felt money had to come off, and someone technically better had to come on. Liverpool just did not have that on the bench, and it's going to be a long season for Klopp because Femino is currently injured. I mean, last season they struggled with injuries, and he formed part of their excuse, or I mean, it was a really valid excuse to be honest. Losing the best CB in the world for the past two years in Van Dijk, and. That's, that's a really valid, valid excuse, to be honest. And um, I don't know. I don't know for Liverpool. So Liverpool, the only options Liverpool have for attack currently, Mohamed Salah, Sadio Mane, question mark, 
what's going wrong with money man um yeah good jota my guy <laughs> um, um, um harvey elliott and that's about it what happens when one of them gets injured or something i don't know for liverpool i we've never we've never seen ibrahim akonate and i think i feel they should have signed an attacker with konate's money i mean there's one like there's massive massive is injury prone so i don't know good luck to you guys liverpool Liverpool got out with Naldum to liverpool i think we talked about that because ozan kabak got that got shakiri out to olympic leon um yeah talked arsenal liverpool and lastly tottenham hotspur um fabio paratisi really great man by the way great job got in christian romero from atlanta um no 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 wanted adama but he could not get him yeah it's so i talked about this um you know how people say when people want to talk about players talk about goals or assist Adama, by the way went one year without scoring a goal or assisting a goal but no one wanted him i mean he's instrumental to how he plays talk about how Jose Mourinho played Linga. Jose Mourinho repeatedly played Maron Fellani, and we were annoyed. A matter of fact, Mourinho pushed for Fellani to renew his contract with United. I mean, the club did not want to, but Mourinho pushed for that move, and yeah, it happened. So some players are instrumental to how coaches play, and it's all right. You don't have to be. <laughs> they call it G plus A. You don't have to be a G plus A producing machine for that to happen. And so yeah, I'm tossing. I'm going to Pepesar. Tossing. I'm going to Emerson Royal. Pepesar is back on loan to Mets. And most importantly for Tottenham, Harry Kane stayed. Tottenham swapped swapped Eric Lamela, who is in Real Sevilla by the way, for Brian Gill. So <laughs> listen to this. Listen to this. It's crazy. But that shows how much Tottenham believe in Brian Gill. Eric Lamela plus 25 million euros for Brian Gill. Yeah, it happened. Brian Gill is talented. I've not seen enough of him to give an analysis of him, but I hear he's talented. Most importantly, for Tottenham was that Kane stayed and it has Kane on this team. Who gets finished? I mean, Tottenham currently playing the European Conference League. We've not heard about that yet. Um, they've got a bad next round, by the way. <laughs> they lost the first game too. Uh, I don't know if I get this right. Faco. No. Paco the Ferreira lost one new first leg and second leg was three new. King got a brace and all about that stuff. So, um, how do you see your transfer window? You can always get to me, send me your opinions on your transfer window. How do you reach a transfer window? What should have, have happened that did not happen? What could have happened? What are your speculations? What are your permutations for the season? Um, how do you see? I want to know this. This one is special. This is a special request to you. I want to know what you think of Mbappe, PSG, and Madrid. Nasa Al Khalifi, Sherinchino Perez. Send me your thoughts. And thank you very much for staying this far. <laughs> it's 31 minutes. I hope I did not miss anything important out. So I usually tell people what my next episode is going to be about. So it's the international break and apparently I got a message from a non-football person. I mean she listened and she was lost. 
<laughs> so I'll probably do an intro of what football is, talk about the leagues, the top five leagues or the top six now since the French Legon is out of the top five. Yeah. And that's that's going to be my next episode. So my next episode is going to be a non-football mm, non-football football episode. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for staying through with me for the transfer analysis and roundup episode. This is I did not want to go to other clubs. A lot of deals happened. Everything got I think Solomon Randon. Yeah. A lot of things that could potentially affect stuff. Um who went to Vienza again? Uh, yeah, Ethan Ampadu renewed his contract, I think, and he's off to Vienza. Then I'm quite a Chelsea player, by the way. I don't want this to be overly long. I feel these are the important stuff. And thank you for staying this far with me. Um, thank you very much. See you some other time. Bye.